0: It's September 20th, 2018, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between.
1: A dream is a wish your heart made when-
0: This is, this is our 16th episode, and we are heading into the end of September, and we're going to pretend this is September 20th. How does that sound? Okay. <laughs> Fiona's just looking at me. <laughs> I
1: want to
0: introduce our crew. and Yeah,
1: just make sure it's still, it's still September.
0: Yeah. I think it's the last day of September.
1: Mm. Mm. I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs> I want to introduce my uh, cousin Ryan. Cousin Ryan hashtag. How you doing?
2: I'm doing well. Um, just working on the next video for Lamplight Lounge Woo-hoo. and trying to get some good audio for it, and that should be done tonight. I hope to get that up on YouTube tonight.
0: Oh, awesome! Because I should have the lamp la- the Lamplight al- uh, Lounge episode out by this week. So good timing by us.
2: Oh, that'll be good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and I want to introduce my daughter Fiona. Wonders never
1: cease.
0: (laughs) What's that from? Wonders never cease. (laughs) You just repeated it. What's it from? Suddenly comes the hero. Okay,
3: now you have to explain (laughs) that
0: one. (laughs) It's on your tumodachi. (laughs) What is this from?
1: Did you hear me?
0: Yes, I did. You tell what I'm saying? Wonders never cease. Kumadashi life? Tuma. <laughs> Tuma. Is this from your Nintendo DS game? Yes. Yes. Is it the Tomodashi Life? Yes. Is that how you pronounce it? How are you feeling
1: about that? That's
0: how am i feeling about it. I'm feeling like you're addicted to it. That's how I'm feeling about it. <laughs> now it's seeped into our our podcast.
2: And I'm feeling old because I have no idea what you are even talking about. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. oh, boy. See, this is why you have to explain yourself because poor cousin Ryan doesn't have a teenager in the house. So is that something you typed into the game to hear or is that something that it says?
1: It's something that it says. It
0: says, okay. Yeah. I was thinking like, uh, I was trying to think of an uh, attraction, an a extinct extra- attraction from Disney that <laughs> that went
3: along
1: but not
0: nah, I- no i lost uh uh-uh. uh. that's not where you're going with that i know yeah. she's created all like disney characters in there have well, you done that yeah yeah i'm a character in there unfortunately my husband and i got divorced in tomodachi life and she's very upset about it
1: <laughs> but, I oh, finished, but no I, but i unsaved it
0: you unsaved it yeah so i'm not divorced anymore no oh good so do you want to introduce our question for the evening fiana
1: okay since I'm getting since I'm gaining a bit of stump ideas, my my mom decided to introduce the question that was about if we like plan to do we need a poof we need to poof for how we mean mm-hmm. what character what characters will we be and how would we do them.
0: Oh, how would we would do them? Oh, there's another layer there. Um, so yes, so we were talking about this question. Uh, we have all seen the Christopher Robin movie and we were talking about Halloween. And so we're trying to combine those two things, like which of the Pooh Bear characters would we want to be?
1: Not just mascots.
0: Not just, not just mascots. (laughs) So who should go first, Fiona? How
1: about,
2: how about Ryan?
0: Okay, Ryan, hit it.
2: <laughs> all right i it's it's easy for me i've always loved tigger so
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i <would> be tigger
0: <laughs> yeah okay so why are you picking a tigger though you gotta say why uh
2: i just like how silly he is and he's a little mischievous and he kind of he kind of gets everybody in trouble when he they does. get out of trouble so he's a good plot <laughs> he's a good <laughs> plot twist <laughs> he is and he's fun and he's lovable and he loves everybody um that's like he i like how social he is and he always wants to be social and it's just uh-huh. kind of fun he's, he's and he's just he's just silly
0: he is super silly what's funny yeah. is my camp counseling name when i was in high school was tigger i had a lot of energy back then <laughs> not so much now but a <laughs> <back> that. <then. laughs>
2: Um, I think you have a lot of energy You've got three kids <laughs>
0: <laughs> which, which was so funny Because I was thinking about that And not having as much energy as I did back then But when we remember we were on the bus was It, it was when Disney Closed at 11pm and we had Everybody with us and we were getting on the bus And we're like we're just getting on the bus To get back to our hotel And this woman I mean she looked like she's about ready to die Like done done And she's like looking at us. You remember that? She's like looking at us. She's like, wow. Like, what's going on with you two?
2: Yes. So
0: I felt super young at that moment because I'm pretty sure she was my age.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was definitely our age. Um, So, But we just, I don't know. We just run to Disney high.
0: We were serious Disney high because I think that was our last day at Disney. Disneyland. Yeah. What are you going to say, Fiona?
1: How would you scam down the parks now?
0: Oh, <laughs> Fiona's reading up one of the highlights from what we're going to talk to you later tonight. How would you scam the Disney World parks, the wheelchair line?
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
0: so we're going to talk about that later tonight.
2: And it's not a how-to, just, no, you know, no. <laughs> just FYI, it's no. not a how-to.
0: No, I was, I was looking up articles from uh, 2013. Well, Old Uh, when uh, people started coming out and how they've been scamming using the disability access service there. So I was looking up for articles, because I knew they ran a bunch, and I was just curious. But, um, no, this is not a how-to at
2: all. It's not a how-to, and we're not happy about it. So Just a preview of coming attractions.
0: Yep. All right, Fiona, which character are you going to be?
1: Well, I'm going to be... um, side up for Ryan and that will be Rue. You're
0: going to be Rue? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, I love
1: Rue. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about for me as the youngest, mm-hmm. so, like I, I was actually thinking about doing him like, I don't know, like those like Tokyo Disneyland cosplayers oh. cos a bit.
3: Oh,
0: good to know. Like
1: have, have like a hairdo with mm-hmm. like the ears oh. sticking out. Okay. But 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 yeah yeah just to make well I know it's just to make it look cute and not too gothic creepy. Oh jeez. For makeup.
0: <laughs> oh no, we do major cute Rue for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you carry Rue around with you pretty much when we go to the parks too. A little Rue stuff. Sure, sure. A plush, sorry, just not entertain, stuffed.
1: Entertain my t- tigger.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes. He's been picked up by Tigger and carried in many parades. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's a good one, which actually is really fitting for what I pick, not even knowing what Fiona was going to pick. I was going to pick Kanga.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be super cute. Would it would be like the, the, the
1: bounce family.
0: Oh, I'm getting a hug. <laughs> yeah, we're all bouncy. <laughs> Three hugs. Now we do bounce
2: and hop around.
1: Yes. Well, why not Rabbit?
3: Oh
0: well, we have to find somebody to fit that bill.
1: Well, well, I mean, like Rabbit isn't like he's kind of the opposite of actual Rabbit. He is. Like Tigger's the opposite of like tigers. Mm-hmm. Like, Playful.
0: Tigger's like, like, like a like a cub, a tiger cub.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess that's one of the reasons why he's trying to teach Rabbit how to bounce because that's. That's the that's the typical thing rabbits usually do.
0: Yes. Rabbit's a little bit controlled in his emotions and feelings.
1: So about your, so what about your costume?
0: Oh, mine being Kanga? Yeah. Um, I know she kind of wears an apron, right? I she wears the pink apron. It's a lot of brown. Probably have to figure out how to do that. I'm not real sure how to do everything about it because this is a lot of brown.
3: <laughs>
1: well... <laughs> I don't know. I just realized it feels like I'm I'm a bit addicted to the character characters who who like the who who mainly like to have some fun, but but sometimes have a few but sometimes have a few bad things happening to them. Like Rue? Well, well, at first I did I did dress up as well. Well, well, I know as big big kid, I secondary dressed up as Germany. Mhm. Toad, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Now we're heading way out west for a little patch of heaven.
3: Up with the end of the sky, it's left in and over a crest On a little path to heaven way out west. Everything's green. I
0: mean. Okay, so tonight, real quick, I wanted to talk about the Christopher Robin movie that we went to. I believe it had been out at least a couple weeks, and then you I believe went and saw it like a couple weeks after we did.
2: Yes, and that's you correct. saw it
0: with a family, right? Yeah, um,
2: like? our yeah, our friends Danny and Taylor. We saw it with their um, with their uh, baby, Charlie. Oh, okay. It was it was Charlie's first movie.
0: That's impressive.
2: <laughs> yeah, she had never been to a movie, um, so yeah, it was, she was about six months old. Wow. Yeah. How adventurous they are. Well, uh, it was a special movie, uh, the okay. Alamo draft house here, oh, okay. we'll yeah. will do like a, like a, a special showing for, um, uh, parents with young children or okay. parents with kids that have disabilities and they lower, they bring up the lights mm-hmm. a little bit more and lower the sound just a little bit for it.
0: Okay, Cool.
2: Yeah, it's a yeah. wonderful way to see a movie, especially with a child. And nobody, like, cares if somebody talks or makes it, you know, it's like, it's, you know, that everybody understands what's going to happen. You're going to have kids, little kids asking questions and
0: uh-huh.
2: <laughs> that kind of thing. And so it's just it's to be expected. And that's just kind of a, it was a super fun way to see the movie.
0: It is. Yeah. Yeah. I know they do that here in San Antonio also. Um, we've never gone. We just bother people the whole time. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It's sad, but you get to a certain point in your life. I'm like, I'm going to a kid's movie. I'm bringing kids. Eh, deal.
1: Yeah. Like, (laughs) kid Mm -hmm. pooh bear doesn't usually look like that. What'd you say? Like, kid pooh bear doesn't usually look like that.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Asterisk. (laughs) This is a different pooh bear. Uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't have those type of things when Fiona was growing up, and so we just kind of adapted and tried to, you know, we weren't gonna stay home. We we're gonna go see yeah. movies. So um, now they do them, and we don't. I mean, we don't really need them, but because no, we, not you know, like
2: not like when she was little.
0: Right. Right. We're to a point where yeah. she's kind of. Um, learn coping mechanisms and can deal with everything. And she, she'll talk the whole movie. Um, I know sometimes we have to move her. Uh, if there's someone small sitting next to her and she's talking, cause it kind of confuses them that an older person. Is talking <laughs> the whole movie. They're like, uh, that's not what I'm expecting to happen. But, um, she needs
2: to come watch a movie with my sister Sage and I, because the two of us can talk through the whole darn thing. <laughs> so we're always careful. Because Sage will be asking questions, and I'll, <laughs> I'll just be answering back, and I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother
1: like me at I all. Did, like I did remember one time when I was too talkative with the Spiggle Me Too. Was oh, I?
0: Were you or were you? Oh, I don't know. I always assume we were going to talk the whole movie. That's
1: what my dad said.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah. We I just assume she's gonna talk the whole movie or make comments and mm-hmm. she's more comments than questions. Which it is what it is.
1: But I'm usually like the I think that's really gonna happen. Not like I think that's falsely gonna happen. Questioner.
0: Oh, you asking questions or
1: Um me asking I'd sometimes say in the movie, right, but there may be some Folks that say the movie wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, when you make a comment and you you made like a comment about the movie and you're right, but someone thought you were wrong? Think. You think are you talking about when we saw Fantasia? No? Okay. So. Alright. Uh oh. Is there a certain um movie you're thinking about? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I just remember, um, and we may have mentioned it before. I can't remember uh, that we went and saw Fantasia in the movie theater, and at the end, yeah, you know, they don't roll the credits because that wasn't uh, mandated at that point. And so I asked Fiona, you know, it's so awkward to just the end movie over, leave. <laughs> You're used to the big long roll of credits and the finish, the ending song, and for, for Chris, for
1: Robin, there was there was definitely a. Sneak peek ending song.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. And so, oh, definitely, that's a good one. And definitely, um, you know, she made a comment. She says, oh, well, that didn't happen until Alice in Wonderland that they roll the credits at the end. And there was an older gentleman in front of us and he misunderstood what we were talking about, <laughs> but felt it very um, adamant that he should um, enter our conversation oh. and, try, okay. and try to correct Fiona. And, you know, Fiona got a puzzled look on her face on her face, and I said, you know, don't worry about it. He didn't really hear what you were saying. Um, that's what I thought she was talking about, but um, that moment. But it was really funny because he's like, oh, no, they had credits, da, da. but we were talking about end credits and he was talking about credits in general. So it was funny. Yeah. So Christopher Robin, um, we almost like, oh. Starting out, did you guys see the Dumbo preview at the beginning of Christopher Robin? Did they show that one?
2: Um, we saw the Mary Poppins okay. uh preview. I don't know yeah, if that was in front of I yours or was not. Totally fine.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so they may have not shown the Dumbo preview because it's a little intense um more for younger than, kids. More
1: than Mary Poppins. More, yeah,
0: well Mary Poppins is wonderful and lovely. But the Dumbo one is a little intense, and the song um, they've modernized the "Baby of Me" song. And Fiona, that was that you kind of lost it, right? Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the because it's an intense moment in Dumbo.
3: Yeah. So
0: we almost um, didn't make it. I like that song. Yes, it's it's lovely, but it's very sad. And Fiona started just crying and crying, (laughs) and um. Because she felt it so deeply.
1: Well, the thing that uh, my opinion, I'm not totally sure if I'm, if I'm going to write. I may, I may think the new Dumbo film could almost be like a similarity to like the one or one Dalmatian slave action movie, because it looks like then the animals are talking.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like the jungle book.
1: Yeah, and, there, and there could be like, and, they, and I know they didn't show any other animal characters, but maybe they could make, I'm not totally sure, like cameos in the film.
0: Mm-hmm. Of animals or people, or actors? Animals. Animals, okay. Yeah, so that was kind of a rough start for us for like, Christopher Robin. Any
1: mentioning about the crows? Like not.
0: I don't think they'll have the crows in the movie.
1: <laughs> I <don't laughs> know. throwing that out
0: there. <laughs> I don't think they'll have the drunk scene either. I did
1: saw a bit of it.
0: Did you? Yeah. Oh, maybe they do have <laughs> the drunk scene. <laughs> so um, that was our rough start to Christopher Robin and trying to get her to calm down. And um, I really uh, love how this movie started right, basically at the end of A.A. Milne's books, where he's going off to school. hmm Yes. I think that was sweet, how they really explained Christopher Robins' life, like everything that happened past that point in going off to boarding school. so and then they had the beautiful cinematography and then they had the um, lovely way how they had the pages turning and uh, like they do in in the the cartoon, but this was you know much more
2: photorealistic.
0: Yeah, photorealistic. It's quite lovely and sad at the same time. I mean, this is this is not a movie for I wouldn't young children, toddlers. More focused on I think elementary age and um adults. But, you know, cuz he goes through a loss of a parent.
1: Well, yeah, you could well like using on like stuff. Like once in a time when you're like live action, you mostly have to be like serious. Like you're pretending this is all all movies are meant. All live action movies are meant to be action, or you know what I mean.
0: So, you're talking about how
1: sometimes the animal characters in the film mm-hmm. they sometimes act like a different personality
0: than in the book or the animation?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Animations.
0: Okay. Yeah. I can see that. So, and then they show it's nice how they fit it in history, like it being in the past and then showing Christopher Robin um, experience World War II. Uh, there's nothing graphic. About any of the things, there's like one blast, um, but you know, there's a panic. You know, it's an intense scene. Uh, they show him meeting his wife on the bus, and I love how trying to show the modernization of our of our world and how he's given up his seat for the woman, but the guy behind her takes it.
2: That was funny. <laughs> that was
0: good. How <laughs> we're kind of losing those simple touches. <laughs> And then, um, so they show him going off and her pregnant when he goes to World War II and then he comes back and showing how he's arrived and he's never met his child. Like it's been what, two or three years that he's been at war and this is, he's basically meeting his child when she's three. So, um, what I loved about this, it was a great moment to talk to my kids because they've had friends who've had parents over in Afghanistan and Iraq. And fortunately now, you know, there's the communication is so much better and they can do Skype and um, talk on the phone and explain to them when these men went off to World War II, there's no Skype, there's no telephones, you can't call anybody up. You might get a letter, you know, once a month and it's been redacted, <laughs> you know, a whole lot of information gone. And, you know, it's, it's an intense subject. And even uh, what I also liked about the movie is how they talk. uh, They don't say it, but you can kind of read how he's he's experienced PTSD and how he's not laughing anymore and he's not enjoying life like he is and he's just engrossing himself in his work to kind of, like, if I just live my life like this, everything will be fine. And he's, because it's so hard for him to go back and have those personal connections anymore so um, not that I've ever experienced anything to that level that a man at war or a woman at war has to experience with PTSD but just going through um, not that any of our listeners know (laughs) you going through almost losing my son in a car accident and yeah, you, know, you go through that intense period of time and you have to kind of just like reorganize your thoughts and get everything back. You know, it took me two years to kind of feel normal again. Um, and you you know he he'll probably never feel normal again, like he did before he left. Like this this just makes me
1: think of like the film as like the the Timber in Alice in Wonderland where where she like starts out as as a little girl but when she grows up uh, she kind of completely for- forgot that her own real world is not just a dream
3: oh
0: they had that oh yeah the christopher robin has she alice in wonderland had that world as a child
1: yeah and christopher
0: robin had that world as a child yeah yeah there is a connection definitely so, I mean, I had those conversations with my child, my children. They're nine and 13 after we watched the movie. I mean, you have to, there's an appropriate age for that. And I love how this story goes through him reconnecting with his family, but in a, in a lovely, lovely way, um, very um, family friendly. But it also talks to like modern days when people spend too much time at their work and kind of lose those connections and miss things that their children are doing for me for you the mom and dad work too much
1: i i do
0: you work too much on your art yeah well that's interesting well
1: but can some days have a brain drive with Uh looking at electronics
0: yeah you spend more time doing that than spending time with people yeah yeah sorry (laughs) It's okay we'll work on it so what did you think ryan about this movie
2: I really enjoyed this movie. Um, so did Michael and my friends. Um, Michael cried in several different places in this film. It was
1: I, just very... I didn't cry on on the certain parts
2: of this film.
0: That's because you you they got the Dumbo moment. Yeah, <laughs> there you
2: go. It's just very it's a very touching film, and it, it's not sad. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's some sad you know. There's just like some emotional places in there, and I. Yeah, i I thought it was well done. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the voices. I think they got very good voice actors to do the characters. The yes. story was strong mm-hmm. um, yeah so I, I would highly recommend going to see this film.
0: It has a great antagonist too that everyone can hate.
2: There's a
1: it villain. Does.
0: <laughs> I, this movie is I love that about that when they do a family movie is it's just so black and white who you're not supposed to like <laughs> it is very
2: black and white
1: on this one it just feels like everyone's good guys until you get near the end or something
0: oh well that what the son of of um he was the son of the man who owned the company oh I yeah
1: yeah, I totally did not realize it.
0: That he was the son or that he was the, the villain? The villain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a little, I could see where Fiona would miss some of the um, conversations they were ha- were having. Like she would kind of lose, there'd be some holes in there for her because you kind of had to read between the lines and understand that he's lying because he's not, because Christopher Robb is not standing out and saying, he's lying. <laughs> you know, there's that. Yes, and the end is just so cheery and bright and wonderful.
1: <laughs> which makes things which may think Elias that's like for the nothing line is is the main thing he only knows in the film. Okay, say that again. No, I'm sorry. When which may which may be one of the reasons why Elias think nothing is to do something l- Line is the only main thing he knows in the film.
0: Oh yes, Elias loved that line. I do, uh, was it the... Yeah, it's like... Doing nothing often leads to the very best of something.
2: Thank you. (laughs) That was a really good line.
0: Yeah, Pooh is just amazingly poignant. (laughs) Yeah, my other further one is, people say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. (laughs) (laughs) Because nothing leads to something.
1: But another thing that was but there was one thing I was a bit kinda of thumbs in the middle side is the the honey.
0: Oh the honey. There's lots of honey in this movie.
1: Yeah, but I I I least really, really swear that, that people didn't felt like the touch the Pooh as a live action movie because because I guess some people don't like messes of like honey on the floor dripping down.
0: Yes, he would be a very sticky Pooh bear. I'm not sure how they got him clean. <laughs> now, do you wanna you wanna um, touch on the ending credits? I know you wanted to talk about that one scene, right?
1: Yeah, and and I think I was kind of kind of mentioned it in in the last episode. Did you? Yeah.
0: Okay. Who was in the last scene?
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> Richard Sherman, surprisingly, who I didn't know was still alive. But He's
0: ninety years old.
1: He ends up showing up before for the official line song. And, and and I know when I was and I was, I was looking at a um a chart a chart for Chris Robin, like it's for the game resting down in in beach chairs
0: mm-hmm. yeah so uh, what piano is talking about is during um the end credits they have uh all uh, christopher robin his family and then some of the people that he works with at the office are all on vacation on the beach and bridget sherman of course has a piano on the beach and is singing a song to them
2: i think that isn't the last song just called christopher robin Busy Doing Nothing than Christopher Robin. Okay. I believe.
0: Oh yeah, Busy Doing Nothing which is very appropriate since they're on uh, vacation on the beach. It's a good ending to that movie.
3: Dum dum dee dum 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 I'm busy, busy, busy doing nothing Doing nothing That's the life for me For when I'm doing I'm busy doing something Something that suits me to a T Because I'm busy, busy doing nothing I find I never find the time to rest Being busy doing nothing I'm busy doing something Doing nothing is the something I do best
1: Yeah, I guess for animals Being on busy... Like, for this Bob, they do can sometimes seem that people don't understand why why would, like, stuffed animals could come come to life or something. Uh-huh. Like it's like if you could see, like, stuffed animal or a stuffed animal or a specific toy or something with a face on it, people could just, like run away
0: well yeah it was, it was interesting because some people were complaining that you know these animals or stuffed animals are talking and walking through and nobody's seeing them well, um, yeah but i kind of thought that was the point like everybody was busy doing something and so they're <laughs> too busy to see what was actually happening in front of their face kind of like a mary poppins moment well
1: yeah or maybe sort of like also like a Doc McStuffins a bit.
0: Oh, Doc McStuffins. <laughs> because
1: he, he's he's the only one seeing the he's the only one seeing them seeing them do that at first. Uh huh. But I yeah I would assume more like Mary Poppins.
0: Yeah, I think I think everyone could see them, but yeah, you didn't know that straight away.
1: I guess I guess they could imagine imagine they they just feel like they're dreaming or something.
0: Probably. You're not going to believe with your eyes what you see the first time if something is out of the normal, the usual you to see. All right, you want to rate this movie? Rate it? Yep. How many Mickey ears would you give Christopher Robin?
1: For the Pooh Bears. All
0: right, Fiona, you can go first. Pooh Bear ears. <laughs> Pooh Bear ears. I'm
1: unsure. Okay. But I know for for me being a bit bit unusual with the film, maybe a four. Four? <laughs> because holiday, Sunday's. Do the characters for live action and some of the stuff they do can be better in animation for me.
0: Okay, did you like these better than the animated animals, the live action, or you like the animated better?
1: Yeah, I would. I would like. I would have like animated bear, but I guess okay. the people have have ran out de- ran out for ideas for, for doing Wayne the Pooh.
0: Oh, funny. There you go. All right, cousin Ryan, what would you give this movie? Hmm, I think
2: I would give this one probably four Mickey ears.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: That's what I would give it. All right. It was it was worth seeing, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I'll own this one on. (laughs) I'll own this one too when it comes out.
0: You'll own them all except for Babes in Toyland.
2: Yeah. I
0: feel uh, I still eat five unless bucks.
2: if I just feel like torturing Michael one night, then maybe Babe is in Toyland.
0: Well,
1: upcoming Nutcracker film could be better than that.
0: Better than Babe's in Toyland? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> it's a pretty low bar that Babe's in Toyland.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that was also because yeah, I was gonna say, and I guess it can be hard to look at your favorite characters when they're different formed. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. There you go. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to give this uh, four out of five Mickey ears also. Um, I love the simplicity of it. I love how it's a family-friendly movie, and I love how it brings up so many points for families to talk about. You know, it's, I, I, I like, especially, I guess, because all the stuff that goes on in my real life. <laughs> I like nice, calm movies.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I like an action thriller to to make me forget, but then I really like a nice family movie that I can just take to the kid, the kids, too. I don't have to worry about, you know, things popping up on the screen. And I have to over-explain uh, everything. Maybe
1: Elias would like that.
0: What? Popping up on screen?
1: Scary things oh, popping yes. up on the
0: screen. Nine-year-old boys and scary things. It's crazy. It is crazy how little boys departmentalize things and have no problems at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay Fiona you wanted to mention this real quick before you wrapped up Christopher Robin you wanted mm-hmm. to talk about what is he well he's a dictator but I believe he's the president of China <laughs> this was really interesting we were where were we we were in Cal, um yeah,
1: Chef Mickey's
0: we were at Chef Mickey's
1: and me almost cutting some potato um <laughs> I mean tomatoes and and my make a cheese uh huh so, I was, I just start like, it feels like some people were, most people were about to be like, oh, no, this is about almost done with Winnie the Pooh. But but for other countries, except for China.
0: Oh, yeah. So in China, um, oh wait, I don't know if he's I, the dictator of China right now. I guess he's the president, uh, Zhao Jinping. He has banned the Christopher Robin movie from um, his country, because people have equated to him being a pooh bear, in shape and size, Ow. so he is thoroughly offended by that and has and in return has banned he banned the Christopher Robin movie,
1: <laughs> along with Barack Obama.
0: Well, no.
3: Was so, it him or Well, no? it was a
0: picture of him, and then Barack Obama was. Standing behind him And someone like got a picture of Pooh Bear And then Tigger standing behind Pooh Bear And it was kind of similar Yeah And someone had tweeted this in China And so he was really really offended But then the Pooh Bear um, uh, metaphor has not left him So they're constantly showing pictures of him With Pooh Bear And he's just really really upset about it So he banned the movie
2: um, Aw, so. what's wrong with being a poo bear? <laughs> if you're a poo bear, be a poo bear.
0: I know, I know. Own I own it. I know, I know. If you're a care
2: bear, be a care bear.
0: <laughs> I never yeah. understand why people like I I just think you should always own what people describe you as because if you own it, then it it kind of deflates the whole right. You know, negative, but like, you know.
1: It's like forlorn will will me meme he's uh, the big cancellation.
0: Yeah, just a little meme.
1: Yeah, I'm sometimes well, not too much with the memes
2: because mm-hmm. I think they could drive into trouble.
0: Yep.
2: Some people are just poo bear shaped. I mean, I don't think that's anything wrong with that. I mean, you know, poo bears are cute.
0: They are, and they're very nice, and they say very wonderful things. So.
2: Yeah, uh, oh. so, uh, mm, well.
0: I don't know if the dictator... To each their, their own, but
2: yeah, I think to dictate that shows an incredible weakness, not strength.
0: Yes, but oh well. We'll try... Not and, my country. <laughs> we'll yep. try can
1: be, can be a little saved for, for Pooh Bear still going on about like the Pooh Bear ride. Yeah, which is interesting because they, ha- yeah,
0: they have a Pooh Bear ride in Shanghai, right?
1: And like the teacup type ride, but honeypots.
0: Yeah, they have a honeypot ride in Shanghai, so I don't know. Just, not, fine.
1: just not the franchise just finale.
0: Oh, well. So we thought that was interesting. That was entertaining. All right, we good with Christopher Robin?
1: Sure. Sure. You good, Ryan? I am good.
3: Christopher Robin, look at me, tell me what you see, do you remember how we used to be? You were a special friend of mine, we were forever wasting time, keeping busy all day through, just doing nothing with nothing to do. Gathering acorns off the ground Picking up poo sticks all around Dreaming up something not to do Just being us, being me and you Christopher Robin, can't you see From the very start We were never meant to be apart Let's be together every day playing the games we always play. Christopher, you will always stay here in my heart.
0: Now it's time for a special trip to Area 55 and 71. Tonight on Dispod Office, for our main subject, we are going to talk about, um, to some people, they have no idea what this is, and other people are very familiar familiar with it. It's Disney's Disability Access Service Card, uh, or DAS for short. Some people call it a DAC because of the card at the end. Um, Ryan and I happen to have a lot of experience with it. I probably have a little bit more than he, because it's his pertaining to his mom, and then it's my daughter mm-hmm. that we have the experience with. So, um, Ryan, we're gonna start off with talking about how do you obtain a DAS card? So. Well,
2: uh, you, you have to go to Guest Relations Inside the Park and talk with a cast member there and let them know that you have a disability and who all is in your party. And they'll ask some questions, some minor questions. Um, uh, just trying to get a feel for how to best help you and your party. Mm-hmm. And um, then, they, then they'll take everybody in the party and scan your tickets or your, your magic bands and put everybody together so that you can get um, ride reservations as a group.
0: Right now, yeah, that's one thing to really keep in mind. You can't just go up there with um, you and the one person that has the disability. You need to have all the tickets or all the Magic Bands at Walt Disney World um, present to get them scanned. So we usually, uh, as the whole fam- at Walt Disney World, because it's Magic Bands, we'll just have the whole family go in, and they will be taking a picture of um, the person with the disability. Uh, I, they even take it if, if it's already on the Magic Band. Um, but they'll take a picture to reference that for them there. And uh, I know at Disneyland, I believe you can go to any of the guest relations kiosks. That's what they told me the last time. But at Walt Disney World, you need to go to guest relations uh, in the park. And they just changed it at Magic Kingdom. It used to be the main city hall, but they've actually opened up a small building to the left between, you know, that, that meet and greet between, like right next to City Hall, there's a building to the left of the meet and greet that you can go.
2: Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So they just changed that. Now, um, actually for someone in just just having a wheelchair disability, a, a mo- mobility disability, you don't necessarily need to have the DAS card you can actually just go up to the ride and they can scan uh, your magic band or your ticket and give you a return time. And Ryan, why don't you explain what a return time is?
2: So um, uh, when you wanna make a ride reservation, uh, you go up to one of the kiosks and they'll they usually have like a green umbrella. Um, and yeah, they've got a couple cast members there that will help you make a ride reservation. And this is a a at Disneyland. There's that Disneyland right? and so uh, or at Disney's California Adventure and um, they're once you're there at one of the kiosks and we'll explain kind of where they're at in a second mm-hmm. but you just say that you want to make a reservation for let's say uh, Space Mountain um, and they'll look and see how long the wait time currently is and then They'll give you a they'll scan your ticket, and however the wait time long the wait time is, that's when your return time will be. So if the wait time is currently sixty minutes and, and it's four o'clock in the afternoon, then you can come back at five o'clock once once you've gone through kind of like a virtual queue.
0: Yeah, and sometimes they'll, they'll minus ten minutes off of that time um, if they know like you're going through a fast pass line and, and they know you're going to be waiting.
2: Yeah. And so then you just go through and basically go through the fast pass line Um, for most of the attractions, not all of them. Some of the attractions you go through the exit because some of the the attractions that don't have fast pass, you go through the exit. So it just kind of depends. You have to know if the line has fast pass or if it doesn't, then you know you're going to go to the exit. And then I would check with a cast member and they'll tell you what you need to do in order to use that uh, actual return time.
0: And and actually, like with your mother, I know that some of the rides, even if they had fast passes, like Splash Mountain at Disneyland, you actually go uh, through the exit of Splash Mountain because they have all those stairs. If you go through the fast pass line,
2: true. So if you have mobility issues, you know, uh, uh, you've got it can transfer out of like a wheelchair chair or an electric chair vehicle. Um, you will have to go through the exits on some of them and not use the fast pass because, um, you know, obviously the wheelchairs can't navigate stairs and some of the tight turns and everything. Um, so, like, for example, on the Jungle Cruise, mm-hmm. if it's all downstairs, you know, sometimes the queue is small enough for everything to be downstairs, you still need to go through the exit because the the turn style, the, the queue line there, the turns are so tight, there's no way to get... <laughs> There's no way to get a wheelchair <laughs> or no. electric vehicle through there safely.
0: I always call those the 1955 lines.
2: Yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> There's a few of those <laughs> and
0: you must be this wide to fit through. <laughs>
2: yeah, Very, very tight cues there. So yep. for sure. Um, so it, it is important to know whether, you know, depending on your disability, um, where that, where you need to go check in at that ride.
0: Yeah, there's even lines. um, If you have a cognitive uh, cognitive disability like Fiona with her autism, there are some lines that I, they're so narrow that we don't go through them because she just needs more space to move and there's not enough room. I we did oh my lord we did Storybook Land canals one time, and I just uh, Jeff and Adia decided not to ride and we were waiting in the regular line and I'm just yelling to Jeff never again. (laughs) it just she didn't have anywhere to move and you get people on both sides of you and it was just very uncomfortable for the people all around us and for her because you know I don't know what I was thinking it (laughs) just you know to keep that in mind too even though the line might be short um if you do have a child that needs to move and um they can't handle um not having that space to kind of let them get what they need out of them to just even just get a return time on a ride like that like the storybook land canals.
2: Yeah, cuz she'll get excited and she's just she's oh, not yeah. meaning to but oh, no. bump into somebody and you know um definitely <laughs> will get into personal space <laughs> at times and stuff. But you know, it doesn't bother me, but it does bother <laughs> It uh, can bother other people. so It can.
0: It can. I've noticed yeah. the college age kids are uh, really um, bothered by that. And it's mostly because they're still developing what is their personal space. And... No one's yeah. ever invaded their personal space before. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. If you if you're a parent with kids, your personal space is constantly <laughs> bothered, or like you're you're in education, you work with elementary school children, you have no personal yeah. space. It's gone.
2: No, no, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Early childhood cured me of personal space.
3: Yes, <laughs> cures us all.
2: It does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Working with three, four or five year olds. Yeah. That will cure you of personal space pretty much permanently.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I've had strange children come and sit on my lap and their parents are whole horrified. I'm like, really? I have three kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No worries. Yeah.
2: I'll be at different places, and like at a restaurant or movie theater or something, and parents are like, oh, we're so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. I work in elementary. I'm good. Yep.
3: Oh, <laughs> so yeah. they're like,
2: oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and they relax immediately, but it's just really funny.
0: Yeah. My favorite people to run into are special ed teachers. I'm like, oh, so relaxing.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. They're the salt of the earth. Thank you. Yeah, for- they understand everything. Yeah. Yep. They're just so understanding. Yep. Yeah. So but once you get that right, you know, make sure you check where you need to go if mm-hmm. you need to go in the exit or if, if you, you might be able to go through the fast pass queue, it just depends on what your disability is and what your personal needs are. Mm-hmm. Um, the guests, the guests, the cast members, uh, all the guest service kiosks are so nice and very yes. accommodating. So the locations, of course, you've got Main Street and it's going to be in City Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is Disneyland.
3: Those are right? Disneyland, Disneyland, so yep. Disneyland
2: yeah. Um, and then you've got the one at the very opposite end of Main Street, close mm-hmm. to the partner statue near the entrance to Adventureland where they have all the times on the board.
0: Yeah, the, right near the Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a good way to describe it. And then mm-hmm. there's one uh, that's over by Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. and uh, On the riverside. Yeah. On the rivers of America. And, uh, what's the name of that restaurant over there?
0: The Harbor um, Galley.
2: Yeah. Harbor Galley. I right, worked the there
0: Harbor for Gally. two days.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that restaurant. It's a good, good little yeah.
0: Restaurant. I do too. I liked it too. I'd only go, I, I worked there a little bit more than that, but I would only go there when they were flooded with people and we weren't at the mile long bar. So I go ah, over and help gotcha. real quick.
2: And then there's one at fantasy land. Um, mm-hmm. Between Dumbo and Storybook Canal.
0: Yeah, the big monster um, whale.
2: Yeah, yeah, Monstro the whale, and then finally there's one in Tomorrowland, and it's oh, it's like it's near. That one's awkward. It's near the rocket
0: ride, kind of, but well, not the entrance in. to it.
2: It's for yeah. It's
0: further in, um, kind of near. There's a DVC kiosk. Mm-hmm. It is awkwardly placed it's um pat near like we're it's past um star tours kind of where the exit is the shop like it's across from that oh it's, right yeah, yeah and i can't you know, say
2: that. the astro orbiters anymore because they're right. not actually up there anymore right, it's like right. where i imagined the astro orbiters <laughs> were when i was a kid and <laughs> you can still see me thinking it's still there i, uh, I no. had a
0: feeling that's the direction you were going in <laughs>
2: yeah that's totally the direction i was like oh, sorry people <laughs> stay it's away so from weird. the astro orbiters that's yeah. like no um no, it's kind of how there's that there's that gift shop at the exit of Star Tours, mm-hmm. and it's across from that underneath the platform that the people mover used to be on. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 an odd location, but just look for the green umbrella. You can't miss it.
0: It has moved a couple times, too.
2: Yeah. And they and Disney World movies. So if you're listening to this off in the future past twenty eighteen, you know all of this information <laughs> can change. So you're on
0: your own. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that, I mean, I won't I don't think it i don't I don't anticipate radical changes. I mean Improve no, no. as you know, and react to the needs of their guests. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty simple to use at Disneyland. And then over at Disney's California Adventure, You can find the kiosks at the end of Buena Vista Street, Mm -hmm. right where the um, trolley car stops, and they have all the times listed. Mm -hmm. Huge board. Yeah, huge board. There's not as many places. There's, I believe, only three, if I'm not correct. The other one is at the entrance to Cars Land. Yes. Yes. And the third one is over on Pixar Pier, just across from Toy Story Mania and the and Jesse's Critter Carousel.
0: Yeah, it's closer to Jesse mm-hmm. Critter's Carousel. Yeah,
2: yeah so right there. close to where you get your fast passes for um, for uh, Toy Story Mania and the mm-hmm. new Incredicoaster.
0: coaster. Yeah, I have to say, um, I mean, we'll, we'll you know talk about the differences between Magic Kingdom and, and Disneyland, or Walt Disney World and Disneyland. But um, I, I like the system at Disneyland better. I like not having to go up to the actual ride. Uh, that can actually be a big distraction going up to the ride. And, and usually, because they don't have these nice little kiosks at Walt Disney World. Um, you have to go to the ride. And I am I, saying that because, At Walt Disney World, I'm basically wearing two magic bands all day long because Fiona doesn't really like (laughs) hers. She she doesn't like the feeling of it, so I wear it for her. And I'm running to a ride, getting a return time, and going back to the family. It's not as big as a deal now that she's older, but when she was younger, it was really kind of important that she not walk up to the ride and then us walk away. That can be kind of disorienting to them because they're like, "Wait a minute. <laughs> Why aren't we going on the ride?" So, you know, just keep that in mind when you um are at Walt Disney World uh, if that's going to be an issue for you um especially with a with a child or an adult that uh has an expectation and then that expectation changes.
2: Absolutely. So And then there are, let's see. So we've talked about how to get the passes, how to use those passes, mm-hmm. um, uh, for all of their theater kind of s- shows, there are there are seating for people with mobility disabilities. Um, yes, if you're in a wheelchair, so that's also something to be mindful of, and guest services will help you get to those. Um. Yes, they're
0: very accommodating at the shows.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very easy to um, um, get in. Um, so I know we used it at both the. Frozen show yes for mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we used it there. And we also used it over at Mid- Mickey and the Magical Map.
0: Yes, she got an awesome positioning for that show.
2: <laughs> yeah, she and I <laughs> sat right up front. <laughs> but it's was, it was based on first come, first serve yes. basis. So there still was a place there for her to be and a place for me to sit right next to her. And then everybody else sat, oh, probably about 10 rows behind us.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Something
2: like that. So, yeah. And mom was fine. She could have sat back by us, but mm-hmm. I encouraged her. I was like, hey, let's just go sit up front. Because <laughs> we yeah. can and stuff. And so, and it wasn't like we were blocking anybody's view or no. anything. So, yeah.
0: And they keep those areas pretty open as close as possible to uh, when the production begins. Mm hmm. So they're pretty considerate about that. And they really, they actually keep a pretty big area reserved for those situations. So if you have, you know, five people with you, it shouldn't really, it shouldn't be a problem.
2: No, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't think, I, it wasn't for our group. And there was up to 12 of us.
0: Yes, yes. Now at the um, yeah. the Frozen, right, at, at Disney California, uh, Frozen, right, the Frozen um, theater production at Disney California Adventure, we, didn't all sit together.
2: Yeah, we did split up for we that. We did split it up, cool. yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is fine because we have plenty of adults yeah. and it's not a problem.
2: So uh, that is something to be mindful of. You definitely okay. want to get there early, early if you want to all sit together. Mm-hmm. We, you know, of course, our group, you know, with the different constraints and stuff, there's no way we're going to be able to wait an hour for
0: <laughs> No. Uh, for it. No. So So uh-uh. we,
2: you know, we got there probably like what? 20 minutes? 15, 20 minutes, probably 20 minutes before the show started. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the later shows, so it was pretty – it was simple for us to get a spot. Um, uh, even though – uh, we could have all sat together if we so chose. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would have been up on, like, the second or third balcony, um, and we wanted to be down on the floor, so we were fine with splitting up.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just easier to be down on the floor, too, with your mom.
2: Yeah, it is. Because uh, it, it, it is – it is harder to take the vehicle into an elevator and go all the way up and then come back all the way down. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was and they want to, they, you know, drive all the electric vehicles in and out. So they the electric vehicles don't stay in, to, in the theater for safety reasons in case mm-hmm. they have to evacuate or something. So, you know, um, yeah, they, it was easier to be on the ground floor if you have um, a mobility issue. Mm-hmm. So yep. and it worked out well for us
0: yeah no we had a good time
2: yeah so that was that was easy um if you do have mobility issues and you are getting on and off rides if you have the ability you know they'll ask if you can transfer and that kind of thing um Mm -hmm. uh, so and my mom can um
0: i think it's so so i think it's always a little better if you can transfer yeah because i know like i know there's rides um like small world where you can get on with a wheelchair like if you can't Mm -hmm. transfer but um if you can transfer at all i would transfer but if you if you can't because there's some people that absolutely can't that's you know there then um you have to wait for the special uh, boat to come around and get on so it's a little slower loading maybe but um also, like I really like, if you can get out of your wheelchair, I I just think it's always nice to reserve those um, special boats for people that honestly can't get out can't get out of their wheelchair because yeah, there's always a line at Small World for people and and all those rides where they have they'll have a special cart or a special vehicle or a special boat um, waiting for those to come around.
3: Yeah.
2: And there are some rides where you have to be able to transfer or you can't yes. ride it. Uh, an example would be Pirates of the Caribbean. Even though it's a boat ride, because of the waterfalls, yes. there aren't any um, wheelchair or electric ve- vehicle chair uh, boats on that one. Hmm. So anytime there are safety concerns, Disney's going to err on the side of caution and yes. safety for guests. Yes. Yeah. So
0: And always make sure that you're very patient with the cast members. Yes. To... Um, I know some people can be very demanding <laughs> on
3: mm-hmm. the
0: cast members, and this isn't even um, a mobility issue. This was a food um, issue. We were at the we were at Animal Kingdom, and we were at the um, Yakinetti, and, and we go there a lot because it's a nice sit down. It's not crazy, crazy expensive. Um, and we were eating, and there was a family that was sitting next to us, and the father, I believed, had an intolerance to something that he was eating. I wasn't really sure. I think it was onions. I'm not real, real positive. All I know is I don't think he had explained that to the waitress beforehand. She had brought out his food. It had whatever he really wasn't supposed to have, so he wasn't very kind about it. I guess it wasn't on the menu. Um, wasn't very kind about it, asked her to remove it and bring her something back, being very forceful, and using language I think that was just not okay, you know, a little scene worthy. And, you know, she's very kind about it, took it away, said, you know, I'm really, really sorry, we'll take that away, took it away, went and got him something new that did not include what um, he had an intolerance to. And While he's waiting, he was eating from his daughter's plate and she walks up and she's like um just so you know that has I think it was onions she's like it has onions in it he's like oh okay and kept eating it and I I, I'm what I, I felt really bad for the cast member and it kind of like it takes where it actually is important and this person does have a life-threatening anaphylactic reaction to a food item it lessens the importance it's crying wolf on something and people aren't going to take serious next time when someone says oh I have an intolerance or I have an allergy to something and I really need this removed so that always it's very disheartening when someone does something like that because I have friends that have children, that it's a life or death situation.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, And you're like,
0: oh, please don't do that. Oh, jeez. Because I don't think people always realize what their actions cause a reaction in another situation. Yeah. That was unfortunate.
2: Something that you're truly allergic to and you could go into anaphylactic shock is different than, oh, I just don't like the flavor.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like- or something yeah. Uh, and I, and also I mean if it also upset your stomach, I mean that's the same kind of thing. You know, it's just you know, just just be very kind to the cast members and understanding and you know, there's there are literally working with tens of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. So And I always find like a little bit of patience with the cast members goes a very long way. So if you can just like, you know, relax and say here are our needs. Um, can you help us out with something? Um, and, and the, they'll they usually do their best and, and that kind of thing. And, um, if you're very kind, I mean, they'll go even further out of their way. Um, so
0: yes, like give you the office at the Lamplight Lounge.
2: <laughs> right. Oh yeah. So they did that for our group, <laughs> you know, they're like, they said, Oh, we're running a little behind and stuff. And we're like, all right, well just whatever you're ready, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then we got the Lamplight Lounge office. So, uh-huh. you know, just be kind. Yep. I think that kindness goes a long ways. So, um, and patience. Um, I also think, you know, like if you're visiting with, some, somebody with a disability, you do have to have some patience, too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't have your heart set on specific attractions. Um, you might not be able to get on them that day or you yes. know, um, just go in there with just an open mind of what is feasible to do with inside of a day. Um, a lot of times people will make the mistake that because we're using the disability access service that we're getting on things a lot faster. (laughs) And that is a huge misconception. Huge misconception. Yes.
0: I mean, once upon a time you did walk through the exits on rides. I believe it was before, uh, 2013. Um, we did actually walk on rides and it's funny because we didn't really use the disability access service card. Until they got, they um, tightened up on the fast pass return times. Ah, So that was kind of our um, line in the sand. And we started using it. And at that point, they were letting you walk on all the rides. Now, Fiona can wait, um, oh, 20 minutes, you know, she's fine. Like I said, as long as we have a lot of room for her to um, express her excited. Behavior, <laughs> which which is
2: really good because yeah. there are some kids with autism who can't wait that long.
0: No, there no. would be a
2: meltdown way before that.
0: Yes, and she is older now, so. Yeah. Um, but there are rides... which, Yeah,
2: true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but there are rides that we just never went on. Yeah. We didn't go on Peter Pan. We didn't yeah. go. No. We didn't go yeah. on Space Mountain. Um, you know, unless we could walk on those rides when she was younger, we just didn't go on them. And I think um, having the expectation that you're you're allowed to do whatever you want to do because you have a kid with disability, I mean, that's not reality. You don't. No one gets that. Um, no. It's you know, it, if you have a kid with disability, you know you don't get to do. <laughs> what you want to do i mean fiona's been told no so many times you know it breaks my heart i'm not with this but in all situations of life you know there's just so many things she doesn't get to do but um yeah so that was one of those things um i remember we were waiting the line for storybook Land canal with i think we just had fiona and adia at the time we didn't have elias yet and it was jeff and me and the two kids and we were using the disability pass and um we were waiting in Land Canals, and there is a two parents with a baby, and they're like, well, how'd you get to do that? I go, well, you know, our daughter has autism, and so it's very difficult for her to wait in the Storybook Land Canal because it's very narrow, um, it's very, you know, it's time constraints, and so we wait outside, and then, you know, we come in this way, and they're like, but we have a baby. <laughs> yes, you do. You do have a baby. <laughs> I said, and I said, well, you know, when I was just had a baby, I didn't, we didn't use this service because it wasn't appropriate for us. You know, we had a baby too. Um, I mean, there, so, I mean, I thought that was, um, interesting, but we have a baby. I'm like, yes, lots of people have babies. And when you have babies, you also know you don't get to do everything you want to do. That's, you know. I I nursed three babies, so I didn't get to do a lot of things I wanted to do.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think think
2: manage your expectations is like a huge, huge thing as you're going through this. And, you know, um, yeah. Uh, And you definitely don't make it through the parks as quickly either. So if it's just like you and I going, it's very different than you know, us, you know, us going with like my mom, or are you going with Fiona kind of thing? Cause it just like getting through the parks is a whole other issue. Um, especially if you're in a, somebody with a wheelchair or electric vehicle chair, um, you know, it takes a lot longer to get through the crowds. It, it takes longer to get up to the lines and out of the lines and into the cars and out of the cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a lot that goes, goes with with it so um,
0: yes and i am so glad that they built that um awning at dumbo the overhead awning
3: at disneyland
0: oh lord above um that's another ride that we never went on when fiona was little unless there was no, no line because even if you had a disability um access service card you had to wait out like in the blazing sun like just like lining up along that outside fence and it, it's miserable. Um, you know, it's a, it's, we just, we didn't go on that ride. Peter Pan was the same way. Like you had to wait outside, um, you know, awkwardly. And, and that's nothing. And the Peter Pan ride, you really don't get on that ride very fast when you go through the DAS system. Um, because it's, you know, they have to wait till two cars come around and you use those, just those two cars. I believe that's how they, they work that out. Um, yeah. but, uh, another thing that was interesting, uh, one time when we were waiting in the, the Dumbo ride, we decided to try it out. And this is, we did it this one time and this is, we didn't ride the Dumbo ride for again for a long time after this experience <laughs> of waiting in the disability line. Um, there was, uh, a, a I know, was like, it's a grandmother and two kids in front of us. And then there's a woman behind us, and God bless this woman behind us. Um, she had a daughter that had lots of medical issues. And um, I, I guess, because it, it was the Dumbo ride, so I believe you have to, um, yeah, you have to be able to get out of your uh, wheelchair to transfer. So I'm assuming they were able to transfer her safely into the Dumbo ride. And I guess it's her favorite ride. And so we're waiting in line, and, oh, it's hot. It's <laughs> miserable. And you don't always know. Like, they'll let it run a couple times and then pull in one family and then run a couple times and then pull it all- So you could wait a while. And um, there are the two kids in front of us. Um, you know, um, I'm not going to judge. You know, they, they seem pretty typical children. I mean, who knows? You, you can have a hidden um, issue Like, Fiona's is pretty hidden unless you spend five minutes with her. Uh, but, you know, they could have a medical issue. But I always worry about people judging me because I've been judged a lot, <laughs> especially when you have a kid with autism, a lot. And some of the things that people say to you is you're just like, oh, please. I mean, I, you know, it's enough. But it was interesting because the woman behind me was looking at the grandmother with the two kids, and she lost it. <laughs> because she was you know waiting with her daughter and she's like oh my gosh I hate it when I see that and the talking about the other family with the two kids and why are they in this line and you know my daughter I need this is like her favorite ride and she's like I know why you're in this line I don't know why she's in this line and um it's funny how you know even when people are Seeming to be all in the same situation. It's it a little judgy sometimes. <laughs> but like yeah, I said.
2: I, oh, I'm sorry. You never know. You never no, know what's going on. No, you don't know. With, with you don't family. know. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you said, with Fiona, it's hard to tell. With my mom, it's hard to tell, too. Yes. She has. if she has pants on and stuff, I mean, if you saw her legs, you'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we can see why, you know, you're um, transferring. Because you, you had to have a lot of reconstructive surgery after a car um, hit her. Um, um, uh, but you know, so it's, sometimes it's hard to tell like exactly why somebody's where they're at in life, Yes. but Good. just kind of like having patience as you're in the park. Hmm. Um, I do think you bring up an interesting point. I think what you're getting at is like, there are people who unfortunately abuse that system.
0: There are, there are. And that's why the system changed in 2013. Yeah. Which Thank is you. sad. It is. It is, um, and I know, I know we were even uh, mentioned this, but doing this because I know there is a lawsuit that has been allowed to go forward um, in the courts. It's, they're not saying Disney did anything on purpose to injure anybody um, emotionally with the change of the DAS system, but it's going forward as maybe they could have done something better than oh, okay. what they came up with and yeah. I mean I don't know I, the thing is like you're looking at a system that they've created and they looked at other you know how other parks other parks um, oh, Lord we don't even we don't really even go to other parks unless we know it's going to be a very quiet day like there's a sea roll near us and we'll go to it but I only go on the off days where I know it's like a ten-minute wait for everything I mean they do have a system but it's very awkward Um, I don't feel comfortable using it because you go through the exit and they stop people from getting on the ride (laughs) and then you take their spots where they've been waiting and uh, it like again you know you can't tell you know Fiona has you know a non-visible disability for most part so it's kind of like I can't, I don't want to have eye contact with them
3: because I'm
0: like, oh, jeez, <laughs> I don't want to see the yeah. looks. Like I said, I've been judged a lot, so one less judge is good. So, it's it, yeah, it's just very awkward. And, yeah, like we went, I was telling you how we went to Knott's Berry Farm with my parents, and we used it on a couple of rides because, well, we weren't going to be able to go on the ride if we didn't. And, and, and it's like the Disney, like you wait the full 45 minutes just not on the ride. And then you walk up and you go through the exit to get on the ride. Or you would join the line at a weird place, like where they predetermined, oh, you can go in here, depending on the ride. Yeah. So, I mean, Disney, I think, handles these situations the best.
2: I think they do an amazing job, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Like, we, we had 12 people. We had two people with disabilities. And we had... And we stayed together the whole time, and we had like an amazing experience with our family.
2: Yeah. Now they do limit the number of people that yes. get attached with the disability. Yeah, it's it's six people in a party. Right. So we hit the twelve, so we were fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've had an experience where you were at seven, I believe.
0: Yes, and see that's the awkwardness of my family. We have five. So if we have anybody go with us and it's usually my parents or yeah. it's you and Mike. So it's yeah. not like we're trying to cram in a bunch of people <laughs> with us. It's not like we're taking a bunch of teenagers. Um, you know, these are family members. These are people that actually make our experience better and help us through the day. Like if we do have an issue, we can split, I can, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, I, <laughs> kind of stood there until they let me add my parents (laughs) to our DAS card, because my parents aren't young, your parents aren't young, Um, Mm -hmm. you know it's important that we stay together, it's important that we experience these things together Uh, one of the things they were asking us to do is, we'll have some of your party stay in line and some of your party not stay in line and I'm like, oh she's um, can we not do that? <laughs> That's really that is hard. Like that would be a very hard thing for us to do as a family. Um, it just, I mean, I mean, obviously, I have you know Fiona with her disability, and I have other kids that have some other very minor, minor issues, but they revolve around anxiety, and um, it could explode. I'd, I'm, i i so it was more important for me to stand there until a supervisor was brought in and gave us the permission for the seven, because I can't, I don't want it to end in tears and heartache and and um, people having anxiety of when and where things are going to happen. So um, yeah, that I, I know people like would bring their grandmother in a wheelchair and then twelve other family members would come and. You know, that, that's a lot for one grandmother. I yeah, I know they want to all be together as a family too, but I think that's what they kept seeing over and over. And so they're like, okay, six people can do it. And I, was, I got really impatient. And at one point I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm being penalized for having three kids. <laughs> so you're telling me the only people I can ever go in the park with are my immediate family and it's disheartening because you know when I bring like my parents or if I bring you and Mike I want us to stay together the whole day and experience everything together so
2: right and that's part of the fun of Disney is getting to experience Mm -hmm. it together as a family I mean that's kind of the whole point of Disneyland and the Disney parks is to get to experience the attractions together as a family so yeah for sure I think that's important no, I do have a question. Okay, so we sure. talked about where to get the disability pass or the disability uh, return times at, at Disney California Adventure and Disneyland, uh-huh. but it's slightly different at Disney World. What it does that is. look like?
0: Okay, so you have to go up to the ride, the entrance to the ride. Uh, it's usually, if there's a fast pass entrance, it's usually someone mulling around with a iPad or iPhone or something like that to help you get a return time with it. Sometimes, like the really popular rides, um, they'll try to back it out a little way from the entrance. I know they did that with the new Slinky Dog roller coaster. They have an actual kiosk with an umbrella. Oh, okay. And that's nice because you don't want... Because they're they're still... I don't know if they underestimated for That ride, or what happened, because the uh, re- the stand in the stand line goes past crosses the fast pass line.
2: Oh, so interesting. Yeah, it's not completely
0: okay. in. in I'm, I'm assuming they think the line's going to go down eventually. Is where that's leading to, and they do want to put a crazy, crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it totally will. It. I mean, it's a it's a great ride, but it's not space mountain so everyone's just enthralled with the new so um you kind of have to like switch past the stand uh regular return regular line
2: the the standby the standby line
0: standby line to get into the fast pass line it's a little disorienting when you walk up to it so i noticed to the left of all that chaos they put um a a dash disability uh, return time and see Okay, this is another thing. This is another reason we use it at Walt Disney World. Even though I, I don't, it's good at certain parks. Other parks we barely use it because the time waits are so long. We're like, you know, what can you do? So, oh, so what they've done at Walt Disney World is because you're only allowed to have three fast passes for the day. Yeah. So you're talking about. A plethora of rides that there's no possibility of waiting for a fast pass getting a return time for and it's a little disheartening for a lot of people and um, I think that's where you would see the abuse of Walt Disney World a lot more than you would see it at Disneyland because, and that's why they have to set up that kiosk at the Slinky Dog ride, because if you don't get 60 days out or Fast Pass return time for the Slinky Dog, you're waiting in a two hour line. So there's no other choice. There's no Fast Passes the day of. Yeah. So you're gonna see a lot more people um, using the disability access card or service card that day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so on that you have to go up to indi- each individual ride. Um, We had a horrible, horrible experience our last trip to Walt Disney World with them taking uh, return time for us and then it actually being there when we got to the ride. I I could see it on my phone, (laughs) but they couldn't see it in their system. It was to the point where I was taking a picture of their uh, device that was giving us return time and I'd be like, ding, ding, here it is. I got one, and I got it, and I take a picture of the cast member's name tag, and I got it from Sandra. (laughs) It was, holy mackerel. For some reason, it was taking our um, Fast Pass Plus times away from our um, cart, from our magic bands, and using those as our Uh, disability access service card times it was so strange it was
2: so their system was kind of glitching huh
0: yeah and it would just be some of us not all of us like two of us would still have a uh a fast pass plus time return for tower of terror and three of us wouldn't so we kind of just like you know pushed through our day because you know the, the guest relations can be quite a wait sometimes they're like well you need to go to guest relations like well i've already been there once I don't want to go back again. Um, so, you know, yeah, it was a total glitch in the system. I don't know if anybody else was experiencing this that day. I mean, it's hard, you know, it's hard to tell. But, um, yeah, we were just, oh, yikes. We were at the end of our rope. And um, my husband was like, oh, please, please just be on there so but it was like, mo- come
2: on big bunnies no big money no whammies <laughs>
0: come on green come on green come on green turn green mickey
2: turn green yeah oh.
0: so but we got through it and um it was it was interesting because the younger kids were the ones they're like i don't know like i'll do it but they're not gonna let you on the other ride and i'm like oh geez i'll talk my way through it again i don't care <laughs> it's better than going to guest relations that was that was a unique experience that we had because we hadn't had that experience before, and I'm wondering if it it was at Hollywood Studios. So I'm wondering if it was because the new rides were online and something was glitching in their system.
2: Yeah, that's so. interesting. Mm-hmm. What happened there? So for the most part, you have to walk up to each mm-hmm. individual attraction to get a return time at Disney World.
0: Yes. Yeah. So okay. I wear two bands, as I mentioned previously, because. I go, Fiona, would you like me to wear your band? Yes, please.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah, so I'll wear the two bands. And it's really funny because it will throw off the people uh, when you go through to do to, to your magic bands. I'll cover one with my hand and then do the other. And they're like, uh, she, I got two. <laughs> they're like, oh, OK. Because <laughs> Fiona is like off in her own land, is super excited. She's already on the ride in her brain. When we get through that fast pass line. Yeah. She's there.
2: I'm trying to think anything. Oh, for disabilities, mm-hmm. um, I know we haven't really talked about auditory dis- uh, disabilities. They do have uh, devices for their shows that mm-hmm. will give closed captioning. Uh, some shows they have like a special little piece of plastic they can put up, and it reflects the an LED scrolling um, basically closed captioning in the back, so it'll closed caption like the yes. Bear Country Jamboree at uh, Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. Um, and then they also have some mobile devices that will do some closed captioning too. So just check in if, you ha- if you're if you with somebody that has um, um, an auditory disability.
0: And also a visual too. They'll have, mm-hmm. um, they have audio descriptions, they have portable tactile maps. Um,
3: Mm-hmm. Braille yep.
0: guides. I know that even in extreme situations, they do have people that can guide you around the park if you really like are at that level and need that level of of attention and help. They mm-hmm. have that available.
2: They have amplification devices for uh, if you have a hearing disability too. So there's, they have. I mean, they really think of a lot of different things. Um, certain things have sign language interpretation. Mm-hmm. Going on, um, certain attractions. And then uh, those people with service animals, service animals are allowed in the park, of course. And, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, you just check in with guest services and they can give you a map of um, where there is relief. And you can also um, get like, you can have a kind of a portable kennel. So you can kennel the animal while you go on an attraction.
0: Oh, and just remember, cast members are not going to take your service animal. That's right. one thing to keep in mind. Like, they're really expecting you to have someone there with you helping you with a service animal or, you know, you, you get the portable kennel situation. But that's something you really need to keep in mind when you're coming to the park with a service animal.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: And uh, honestly, I had not... Seen. I mean, not that I'm in the parks like constantly, but I had not really seen service animals until like probably my last two to three trips to each of the parks.
2: Oh yeah, I've only seen. I think I've only seen it once before.
0: And uh, one more thing to to keep in mind: there are really no true quiet places in Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, any or at any of the other parks at Walt Disney World um, like if you have a kid with a lot of sensory or auditory issues, um, Fiona has those, but she's learned coping mechanisms. So, you know, bring your headphones to block out noises, um, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, anything that you can bring, like if you're on a, on a date on a regular day, whatever your child needs, bring it to the park with you. Uh, I, I, that's like, the only thing I can kind of slight Disney on is not having a quiet room or a quiet place to go. Now, the baby centers, they're for babies, <laughs> are very quiet. But those are for babies babies, and nursing mothers and people taking care of their young children. I mean, if you have a young of that age, um, I think they can diagnose at 18 months now. You know, that might be appropriate. But, you know, past that age, um, um, I know they're, they're recommending the first aid station. And I mean, that could be quiet for a while. Something might come in that you don't want your kid to see at a first aid station. But, um, just remember sometimes there's quiet corners, but there's really not a whole lot of quiet spaces. So you kind of have to bring the quiet with you.
2: Mm -hmm. Very true. Um, parades do tend to get very loud.
0: Oh yes.
2: And the fireworks are Uh loud. So, um, uh, if you sometimes instead of viewing fireworks inside the park sometimes people will go out in a way like Mickey and friends parking structure mm-hmm. even though you don't have the even though you don't have the music there you still get to see the fireworks um, or you can go outside and view the fireworks from like across uh, bay lake um, over at the polynesian mm-hmm. and there'll be music there but there's usually a little bit quieter and and spaces to spread out to over there, even though you're not right there in the park.
0: Um, so. Yeah, we didn't do fireworks for years, honestly. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just mm-hmm. have to wait and like you were talking about manage your expectations, just wait to that point where they've matured enough or they've got their coping mechanisms in place to experience that with your family. Yeah,
2: because some children just aren't ready for it.
0: Mm-mm. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I've just, had babies sleep through fireworks, but
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: but not every baby will.
2: This is very true. Yeah. And sometimes too, like, um, uh, you'll, you'll end up with a child that, you know, they sleep through it as a baby and they're fine. And then mm-hmm. they get to, like, I don't know, two, three years old and they're not fine anymore no. for a while. And then they get a little older and it's no problems again. So, you know, just just manage expectations and know where your children are at along mm-hmm. the along the uh, you know uh, along noise levels
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah and you don't have to do it all it's okay oh, do yeah. enjoy what you get to do like I said there's things we didn't do for years and years just enjoy what you get to do and just be happy that you can have that time with your family and and don't focus on what what you didn't achieve I know it's an expensive trip I know um it's Might even be a once in a lifetime experience for you, but that's okay. That's okay not to do everything, especially when you have a kid with special needs or, you know, it's sometimes it's better. We would go into the park at 10 o'clock and we would leave at five. And that was our day. And that would, you know, we'd do that for two or three days for the whole year. And that's our Disney experience. Mm -hmm. But it cut, we didn't have meltdowns as much. (laughs) You know, it was, it was pleasant. And, you know, we left before, you know, before it got dark, like Fiona wouldn't be away from her bed at nighttime. Like she had to be in bed at nighttime or in a room or inside. Um, so, you know, whatever you're dealing with at home, you're taking that with you. So, yeah.
2: And if you have people with multiple issues, like what we had this past summer, you know, just manage expectations and Mm -hmm. try and get, um, you know, I would schedule time for everybody to be together, but also it's okay. Like if somebody gets tired
0: and leaves, you know,
2: and leaves, that's okay too, you know? So oh, yeah. we did really good with that this summer about, um, um, when, some, you know, when people were tired leaving, um, not everybody had to open the park together. Not everybody had to close it together, mm-hmm. um, but we had some good meals together. So we, we, I think we really planned things around like lunch and dinner, and then outside of that, it was just kind of like, you know, come and go as you need to.
0: Oh, that's another thing. Um, I know it's more expensive if you're like on a budget, but plan to have a sit-down meal at least once a day. To and not like the crazy meet fifty characters.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're especially with kids um, with special needs. Find a place that's quieter to sit down for at least an hour, hour and a half, two. We've spent two hours at lunch before just to regroup. Um, we, you know, we've brought paper for the kids to draw on because Fiona's an amazing artist and likes to do that. So we do that. We've brought des- devices for the other ones to just play on until we knew everyone had kind of regained a, a, a normal piece. <laughs>
2: Let's share some of our favorite places to kind of sit down as a group. I mean, I think one of mine is Carnation Cafe. It's oh, right there yes. on Main Street, but it can—it's also—it's not too crazy. It's not too loud. Uh-uh. It's very relaxing, and it's not terribly expensive.
0: No, it's not. It's—it is surprisingly peaceful for being. I mean, don't book during a parade time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, and like I—I I, that's like my favorite meal is the kids' meal, chicken and gravy.
2: Yeah. They have yeah. some good kids meal, and they'll let the adults order off the kids meal there too. Yes, um, which is nice, so you can get a nice lunch portion mm-hmm. of something, um, and it works out really well for our family. What's another one that you really like going to?
0: We like going to Wine Trattoria because it's kind of tucked up in mm-hmm. a way. Um, sometimes you eat outside, sometimes you eat inside, but it's all fresco, so there's not there's no air conditioning. So just keep that in mind um, on the hotter days in summer. Uh, another place, well, don't eat there for breakfast anymore because I heard they're bringing in some big hitter characters. But we used to eat breakfast there all the time, like we did a late breakfast at the Storybook um, Storybook Tellers story- Cafe.
2: Storytellers Cafe. Yeah. Story, sorry. Yeah. Threw the
0: book in there. Storytellers Cafe. Um, and that's was, uh,
2: and where's that located?
0: That's in the Disney um, California Grand California yeah. Hotel, like yeah. right connected to Disney California Adventure. And, oh, my Lord, it is so peaceful in there. It, is, it was so nice. I agree. It was, and even if your kids had a lot of problems with um, going to character breakfast, unfortunately, it's not going to be true anymore, but we would go there. I mean, they'd be like, I think, I think the biggest names we saw were Chip and Dale. But you would see people mm-hmm. from Brother, uh, Brother Bear and um, Tarzan. But it didn't matter. Cause it was quiet and my younger one, uh, was really excited about seeing anybody and Fiona didn't feel rushed or she had to meet them. Cause it wasn't like she had to meet this person. Uh, it, and you can, they had, they have a buffet or they had the menu, which is nice. Cause sitting down and being served food and not having to go up to a buffet is like my favorite thing in the world doing a buffet with three kids is not my favorite thing in the world
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah and um, also Missy like really limited and we, had, we had a
2: really good lunch with you there so it's great mm-hmm. for lunch but it's also really good for dinner oh yeah dinner and is good some of us uh, ordered off the menu some of us went and had and had the buffet mm-hmm. and I mean it's just it's just a nice it's it's amazing how quiet it is and just being right next door to Disney California adventure I really like. I really like that restaurant.
0: Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, because of you, those two places are some (laughs) of our (laughs) our mainstays: (laughs) Uh, Carnation Cafe and Storyteller Cafe.
0: And I have to say, with uh, Disneyland adding the the mobile food order app,
2: oh, that's amazing! Oh my gosh!
0: If you oh, let me just tell you, you find a place to sit, you sit down with your kids, you go over the menu. Yeah, you can't make any many changes, but let me tell you, just sitting down and going from child to child, peacefully, quietly, okay, what do you want? All right, I've ordered it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: amazing. No standing in line, no, but I wanted this, or I wanted that. I'm like, no, it's all right here. <laughs> I mean, it, it really has changed the meal that we don't have the sit-down meal for, because it's kind of become a little more that way because you can it's
2: not nearly as stressful
0: oh no i i I think we were even standing in line at the bangle barbecue we're standing in line using the mobile app and we're like "Ah, we're done okay let's go sit down like we didn't even make it up to the the cashier
2: (laughs) yep yeah (laughs) we got our food very quickly it was it was super simple
0: it is it really does take a whole layer of stress off of the trip especially when you're with high anxiety children or children that have have issues I'm I some people it didn't make a difference to them I've heard but I'm like are you kidding me
2: Oh, oh. Uh, well, for our group, it did. It was nice not having to go through the line with um uh, a wheelchair or mm-hmm. electric vehicle chair. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes it easier because mom could just go sit and yes, order and get the food. And um, so I think I think that is a good thing to note. Use your My Disney Experience app, and you can order. You can do your mobile ordering off of that.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's made a it's world of difference at walt disney world too for us just you know sitting down finding a place to sit and then ordering it's really really yeah. helped us a lot
2: now with the my disney experience app you can see your res. we can like at disneyland you can see all your reservations including the disability reservations is that the same at disney world
0: yes yes you can Perfect. you can uh-huh now okay. it's it's a little glitchy sometimes. Sometimes they'll pop up. Sometimes they won't. Um, but for the most part, it works. It works fairly well. Uh, at yeah.
2: Disney World, because mm-hmm. I didn't notice any glitches at Disneyland.
0: Uh no, we seem to be working better. Th- well, I, I'm wondering if it's because they had that Max Pass thing, and so they they've upped the Wi-Fi there. Might be. Yeah. See, so we didn't. even they did use... have some
2: Wi-Fi issues because they started that Disney Play app, oh, and so there, were some, wi- there yeah. were some Wi-Fi issues when we okay. were in the park. But yeah. it seemed like even with the Wi-Fi issues, there was there weren't any issues with the passes or anything that we had. Fast passes or disability passes; those were always popping fine. up fine.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another thing to keep in mind. Um, just quick, when you when your time has come up to go on a ride. Um, The person with the disability needs to scan their ticket or their magic band first. This is at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Now, I noticed at Walt Disney World, um, they are much more stringent on seeing the person with a disability. Like they always look, they would look for Fiona. I noticed at Disneyland, they weren't really, really doing that. They're just kind of... Letting you go in, so I noticed that was um, a big difference between the two parks.
2: Yeah, at Disneyland, it was it was just you know you scanned the disability pass first, and then everybody else's pass, and then you were in. It was, yeah, the it was, it was very laid back. My assumption is that maybe it's just not taken advantage of as much out of it in California? I think or so.
0: I think so. I think cause you're looking at a, a
2: it's an assumption, huge assumption.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll make one. Why not? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm guessing because, um, there's a lot more locals there. And so it's kind of like the same people all the time. You don't get as many people coming in for one life trip. There. Right. And then like I said, also at Disneyland, you can go do fa- like we we're mentioning earlier, you can use the fast passes. There's fast passes yeah. pretty much all during the day for something.
2: Because they have legacy fast pass out there still.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you yeah, actually get it.
2: They don't have the new they don't have the new uh magic band stuff, you know.
0: Right, right. They do have the Max Pass thing. They do. And we yeah. didn't use it. We didn't need to use it. No. We just used the card, the paper fast passes that you get even though it goes on to your disney my experience my disney app goes on there and so you don't really need to keep them unless they're for the show right you need to keep them for
2: Phantasm. you need them for Phantasm.
0: now do you need them for the frozen show i probably need them for mm-hmm. all the yeah. like
2: yeah all the shows shows you Yeah. Them for. Yep. yeah um world of color too yeah mm-hmm. they mostly i don't know if you need it for frozen actually i don't know but you need it for world of color and you need it for phantasmic those are two that you're going to need those okay for. oh we now talk-
0: oh the yeah, Fantasmic. were you gonna talk about that yeah,
2: yeah let's talk about <laughs> the the <Fantasmic laughs> thing so of course we had um as for people with mobility issues and we had mom and there was 12 of us and that was a little much going to the <laughs> disability thing. Cause you know, you, you, you have the person with the wheelchair gets right up along the railing and everybody kind of stands behind the, behind that person.
0: And when they, and they mean behind, little, they mean behind.
2: Like directly, like almost <laughs> am single file. Yeah. Almost single file. So just something to keep in mind for that. Um, we've, we had the fast passes that we probably should have split up and some of us gone over to the fast pass area and some of us stay in the disability area, kind Yeah. Of, you know, in retrospect, but yeah. as, as you're doing it, it's hard to, <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know, without having gone through and done it before, uh, you know, I would do it differently next time.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize the limited space and the way they were expecting you to line up behind the right. person in the, the chair. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah we luckily we had a, a lot of kids that like could kind of squish.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we all squished in there and it was fine.
0: Yeah, we were fine. It
2: was, it was fine, but you know, it was tight and that kind of thing. But you know, you live and learn.
0: Yes, you do. And now you can learn from us.
2: Yeah, learn from <laughs> us. Take, yeah. So if you do have a large group and just one person in a wheelchair, I would suggest. In that case, if it's possible, I mean, it's always fun to all experience the show together. But you know, if you can split up, there, split up.
0: Well, and we split up for the magical map, Mickey's magical map, and for the um, Frozen, Frozen show. Yeah, we just yeah. didn't realize what we were getting into.
2: No, no, we had never done. I we had never done something like that as a big group.
3: Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, so that was our first time with that. And we're like, oops. <laughs> always no I miss it. Now, if you're out at uh, Walt Disney World, um, you can all, uh, uh, s- s- you know, kind of sit together because they're they have a bleacher system.
0: At Fantasm, yeah, it's a little yeah, a different.
2: Fan, big, huge, big. It's a whole different ball game. Yeah, out. a different ball game out in Walt Disney World because of all the the basically an auditorium or is it what would you call it? Not an auditorium outside um, amphitheater. Outside, that's perfect. Yeah, it's an outside amphitheater with uh bleachers so <laughs> that's it's a little easier uh, out there than <gasps> it is you
0: know what it reminds me of okay this, this is land. crazy and yeah. only it only it, okay so this totally reminds me of the san antonio Riverwalk where i live where they have the outside auditorium and then you have the river and then you have the stadium across from it i just oh, yeah. drew the connection Ta-da. so if you've been to san antonio <laughs> and you've been you to go. La Valita and they have the theater, and it's open. You can just walk up and down unless there's a show. Well, there you go. That's like the fantastic.
2: hmm Yeah. That's so. That's fun. a good connection.
0: Yeah, I found San
2: Antonio them. connection there. Yeah. <laughs> but just something to be mindful of as you're watching the shows, you know. So.
0: Yep. Definitely.
2: Yeah. And they have wheelchair, uh, places for the parades too. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, it would pro- it's very oh. limited number of people you can get in, in there. So with a big group, you can't do like a big group, No, you can do a small group. I would say like the wheelchair and it would be hard to get more than like three or four people in.
0: Yeah. Did we do a parade with your mom?
2: We did not. Okay. Yeah, that's why I not. thought. I mean, I saw, I saw it. I saw the area for it, but, okay. um, because I, I looked for uh, Paint the Night.
0: Yes. I think yeah. she pretty much was done for the day at that point.
2: Yeah, she had. She was tired, and yes. she went back, and she wasn't the only one. She oh, went no. back. Mike went back. Jeff had gone back. Lexi. <laughs> but, uh, did Lexi go back? Yeah, or Lexi was she always us? went home early. Okay, so Lexi <laughs> went back, too. So so, just, who, yeah. so those
0: that don't know, Lexi is Ryan's um, sister, but she's oh. – she.
2: How old is
0: she Ninth now? Ninth grade. Ninth grade? Okay. Uh, 14? Yeah. Uh, she is. 14. 12. No, Lexi? 14. You're right. No.
2: Yeah. Sage is 12. <laughs> Lexi is 14. Yeah. She is 14 going on 15, and Sage is 12 going on
0: 13. Oh, uh, no. Lexi is 14 going on 21.
2: Yeah, sometimes that's, <laughs> that's what it feels like some
0: days.
2: <laughs> Depending on the day. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I just mention that you, you have those two younger sisters? Um, your parents graciously adopted two young girls that needed to be adopted. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and they're much, you know, they're much older. So, that's a lot that they took on.
2: Yeah. So, my youngest sister is 30 years younger than I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so, they're a lot of fun. I love going to the park. Like, <laughs> I love going to the parks <laughs> with them. It's fun.
0: They yeah. are. They're hilarious. And they're so different. So, yeah.
2: yeah. And we didn't, so, so, and again, you need to have the person that has a disability in the park to use it. Like, so, for example, my sister Sage and I went in early one morning, and then I took Sage, Mike, and Elias, your son, Mm -hmm. in early one morning. And we didn't use the disability stuff because none of us have a disability. So we didn't use the disability access service at that point. Right. Um, But we can zip around the park really quickly if it's just as it's, it's all of us you know yes um, without a disability so and, i mean so <laughs> like even though even though uh it was linked to our stuff um you still need to have that person with the disability in the park and mm-hmm. so um yeah. and disney will limit that but i also think ethically you need to limit it too
0: yeah. <laughs> just oh, note yeah. to self. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm also I'm also thinking, you know, if if you guys are ha- if you're having a good day and um, you think Disney's doing a good job with your family with disabilities, let them know because all they they just hear yuck all day
3: long. Yeah, they do. yeah,
0: And we we had you know a lovely experience. It may have even been that Sunday that we had where nobody was at the park. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I just let them know. You know, you know this is this is probably the only place. A theme, a theme park, that we could take your mom and my daughter and, like, it be a good day. Yeah. Like a whole day, you know?
2: Yeah. Most places, if we tried to do that together as a family, it would be a disaster. It'd be so stressful. Mm-hmm. So much anxiety. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't imagine, yeah, I can't imagine all of us at another park doing that. Disney does such a spectacular job with it, mm-hmm. and they don't hear that enough.
0: No, no, and, and so I thought that was interesting when that lawsuit did come up with a, from those autism families. And it, it, I mean, I understand if you have something and then it, it goes away, it, you know, it can be very um, discouraging because you're thinking, oh, great, now I have to do less, you know, but... Yeah. um it was amazing that they had that service to start with, the way that it was set up. Um, I was surprised that they were doing it that way. They're the only ones doing it that way where you could almost quite literally walk on rides. You, you know, you have to wait at some of them for, you know, the wheelchair stop, uh, situations. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, they couldn't keep doing that. They just couldn't. Especially no, with people like renting wheelchairs and then family members switching in the wheelchair.
2: Unfortunately, there are just too many people circumventing some of the circumstances and mm-hmm. taking advantage of stuff. So, um, yeah, so they have to change it. So,
0: I think everybody saw a cheerleading squad rent a wheelchair and then they would change who got to sit in the wheelchair between each ride. Yeah, those were my favorite that. groups. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I, I, uh, that most yeah those things did happen, uh, mm-hmm. and that unfortunately that ruins it for people who really need it. Oh, absolutely, uh, really really need it. So, I know my mom would give anything to be able to just go into a normal standby line and wait in a queue. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and oh, have that Your you're mom, you betcha. Oh yeah,
0: oh she doesn't oh, want to be. In a be... heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
2: a heartbeat. And oh, yeah. Not have to have a specialized van and ramps and all that. I mean, all the.
0: Yeah, she has a whole house set ugh. up.
2: Yeah, all the oh, that goes. You know, there's a there's a lot that goes with it on a day to day you know basis. But it's nice that you can go somewhere like Disney and it not be stressful. People are very accommodating. Um, I find even most guests are very nice. It's the random mm-hmm. rare ones that are not. Yeah. (laughs) But that's life in general. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It is. It's life in general. And the cast members are great. And, you know, it's everybody's treated very well, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I've only seen one time where I saw a guest just absolutely um, melt down and just go ballistic on a cast member because we, my family, was using The DAS card. Um, I think most people figure it out fairly quickly. Um, I I think people who don't are the people that just haven't been around it, haven't experienced having a person in your family with a disability. Uh, I know lines, regular lines, can be very frustrating on families, just typical families. Um, I mean, like you said, I would you know I would give anything to have. Um, what people consider a typical family. In fact, it's interesting. Um, my youngest son is is typical. Absolutely typical. And I you know, I look at him and I see everything that he gets to do and it's amazing and wonderful and great. and I wish I could give that to every single one of my kids. So um, it's nice being over to go to Disney and just feel like... A typical family you know going yeah. through the fast pass line and they've got it so to a point where i don't stand out anymore except for maybe a couple rides in fantasyland um but um it's really nice and, and i let them know that you know i hate they, they used to before they connect I think in 2015 is when they started connecting it to your ticket or your magic band. Disney was, I think, a year behind Walt Disney World. You had to carry a piece of paper around with you, and you had people fill it out. And you had to hand that up to the Fast Pass, and you're like, here's my piece of paper. I mean, it's it was awkward. It was an awkward moment. Um, and people would be like, oh, where would you get that? I'm like, well, I didn't. It's not. Well, let me tell you, (laughs) you know, and, and I've, it's, um, I've stood in line at guest services and people have balked at me for getting it. Oh, those people. (laughs) I crumb, I'm, you know, um, oh sure. You know, what's wrong with them? And I, I, it's really funny because whenever somebody says that it's always when I'm least expecting it, when I'm in my most comfort zone. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. we're happy. We're doing great. And then someone goes, Oh yeah, right. And you're like, Oh, I was happy for a moment,
3: <laughs> so,
0: but yeah, it always catches me off guard when people do it. And, yeah. um, you know, I just, I know Fiona, Fiona can look, some people know and recognize Fiona, but I just, you know, I wanted to reiterate, reiterate. And I know we have mentioned before just be very patient and understanding with people. I know your family may not have to use it, and I think it's wonderful and great. And um, just try not to judge the people that do. I mean, yeah, I made the joke about the cheerleaders switching chairs and stuff like that. And it happens, absolutely. But there's also that family that's, you know, this is their happy place. This is where well, they go it, to get And Disney
2: has it. taken steps to mitigate some of that stuff. But, yes. You know. From you know, and put in some in some good pro uh, good processes, and they're always refining their processes to make sure that that cheerleading stuff doesn't happen, and to make sure that it really is people that need to use that service are using it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. And Disney does a great job, and they make they make you know, when when you're with kind of like um, a, a non typical family, you know, they make you feel like. You belong, and that everything is just kind of normal, you know. Yes, <laughs> it's like, it's I know. Like, I
0: know we're not allowed feeling. to say normal, but there is yeah. there is a place called normal, and yeah. you know, you just you are supposed to say typical, but I mean, yeah. I you, know, I grew up in the 70s. I want to feel normal. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. feel awkward.
2: Not even typical, just not awkward. Yeah, awkward. That's a good, but better way to put awkward. There you go. That's better. I don't want to stand out.
0: I don't want to be awkward. I don't want people Mm -hmm. looking at me gawking. I just want to blend.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's very true. And it's nice just to be able to kind of blend.
0: Yes. Yes. In the parks. Absolutely. All right. So. If anybody's listening to this (laughs) and you guys have questions or need to know anything about it or want to know anything more, um, we are more than happy to answer any of your questions or concerns or fears. Absolutely. I mean, that's why we do this, what we do. Um, You can reach us at comments at dispodopolis.com. And I think we're good.
2: Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we talked about this.
0: Well thank you for joining us uh, for another episode of Diz Pot-opolis number sixteen. We rocked it, huh? Huh Fiona?
1: Now I need for those those you know, Wayne I was a bit I was a bit stressed up for for making my nineteen thirties picture.
0: Oh yes. So Fiona's been working on this incredible masterpiece that she's making for art class at school. And it's like a poster size board that you would buy at um, a grocery store or a stationery store. And um, when you give Fiona a big piece of paper, Fiona fills up the entire piece of paper.
2: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's quite a story that goes along with it. So when she's done, I'll make sure to put it up on um, your Instagram page and definitely your Facebook page, which um, you can see at Fiona Toad Girl. And um, you want to say goodnight to everybody?
1: Besides my goodnight to my pink girl picture.
0: Oh, yeah. She just finished her rendition of uh, the pink girl.
1: And Barack Obama and president of China. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
2: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So the pink girl picture that she's talking about is the pinky... portrait that was done by Thomas Lawrence in 1794 and there's actually a blue boy picture that hangs across from it at the Huntington Library which is up in the Pasadena area a little north of that Um, it's uh, that one the blue boy is done by Thomas Gainsborough and a little side history uh, the Disney artists would use those back in the 30s and 40s and put Disney characters as their face. I think they did Donald Duck as Blue Boy. They did Mr. Toad as Blue Boy. Pinky. Pink, oh, Pinky, was he Pinky? Yeah. Yeah, well, they've kind of played around with some of the masters that were they saw locally, so Pasadena would be in California. So but
1: I think I was pretty excited to do my own versions.
0: Yeah, so she did her own version. She did Blue Boy was Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. And Pinky was Tinkerbell. Oh, I can't wait so, to see
2: that. That sounds like yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. So those are super fun. So, um, yeah, like you, um, you can also reach her on Twitter at Fiona Toe girl and all right. Uh, Cousin Ryan, why don't you say good night to everybody?
2: Well, thank you for listening. We, we love all of our listeners. Um, and, uh, you can reach me at Ryan Flint underscore edu on Twitter um, we also have some content coming out on YouTube very slowly because both <laughs> Colin and I have jobs, but um, our Twitter is, is DizPodopolis, so and you can also reach us at DizPodopolis on Twitter. So there's a bunch of different ways to connect with us. and please consider following us or subscribing to us on YouTube. And also, I want to say good night to my mom and my aunt Dolores
0: yes and i like to say goodnight to my mom and aunt dolores yes please subscribe to us on um you know we're on the podcast and youtube and follow us on instagram and twitter definitely um and you can reach me as tink scout um on uh twitter and instagram and then um i do the instagram page ryan and i both do twitter ryan does the youtube <laughs> <laughs> we mm-hmm. like to split it up evenly. Yep. So I hope you guys all have a great evening. Thanks for listening. And if you have any comments or questions, you can read us at comments at DizPodopolis.com. Good night, everybody.
2: Night. Good night.
0: Now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss. Good night. Thank bye Dizpodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.